back to the Deeper Dive podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in a year. Today is day number 268, and we begin with number 2036. The authority of the magisterium extends also to the specific precepts of the natural law, because their observance, demanded by the Creator, is necessary for salvation. In recalling the prescriptions of the natural law, the magisterium of the church exercises an essential part of its prophetic office of proclaiming to men what they truly are and reminding them of what they should be before God. The law of God entrusted to the church is taught to the faithful as the way of life and truth. The faithful, therefore, had the right to be instructed in the divine saving precepts that purify judgment and, with grace, of observing the constitutions and decrees conveyed by the legitimate authority of the church. If they concern disciplinary matters, these determinations call for docility and charity. In the work of teaching and applying Christian morality, the church needs the dedication of pastors, the knowledge of theologians, and the contribution of all Christians and men of goodwill. Faith and the practice of gospel provide each person with an experience of life in Christ, who enlightens him and makes him able to evaluate the divine and human realities according to the Spirit of God. Thus, the Holy Spirit can use the humblest to enlighten the learned and those in the highest positions. Ministry should be exercised in in a spirit of fraternal service and dedication to the church in the name of the Lord. At the same time, the conscience of each person should avoid confining itself to individualistic considerations in its moral judgment of the person's own acts. As far as possible, conscience should take account of the good of all, as expressed in the moral law, natural and revealed, and consequently in the law of the church and in the authoritative teaching of the magisterium on moral questions. Personal conscience and reason should not be set in opposition to the moral law or magisterium of the church. Thus, a true filial spirit toward the church can develop among Christians. It is the normal flowering of the baptismal grace which has begotten us in the womb of the church and made us members of the body of Christ. In her motherly care, the church grants us the mercy of God which prevails over all sins and is especially at work in the sacrament of reconciliation. With a mother's foresight, she also lavishes on us day after day in her liturgy the nourishment of the word and Eucharist of the Lord. Father Larry. Okay, so in this section, we're kind of, you know, warming up to the actual teachings, but this is the backdrop of how we determine uh, the moral life. And and basically, for one of the things that makes the, the catechism makes the point is that it extends to this specific precepts of the natural law. Uh, that, you know, basically God made creation, and, and there's a certain law of nature that uh, we we uh, are to abide by, and the commandments all flow from that. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't believe that there is a sort of natural law, uh, but there is. It's 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 uh, the purpose that God gave for for human beings and 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 uh, even the human body and just just uh, things we do. There's we have a specific purpose that God had in mind, and to go against that particular purpose would be violating the natural law. We'll go more into that a little bit later, but. Um, but also is that uh, it goes on to say that the church, the faithful, have the right to be instructed in the, in the divine saving precepts. That 
which is very interesting that, you know, um, we sometimes say, well, it's good that you talk about this, but the church is a little stronger in its language. She says that we, that people have the right to know what God commands them to do. Right. So in other words, you know, I think that if you go to mass and the priest preaches about an uncomfortable uh, moral topic, such as like contraception or, or maybe it's something like, you know, whatever, uh, one of the, the sixth commandment or whatever it might be, that might be just not, you don't hear a lot and it took a lot of courage. I think it's, it's probably good to thank your priest for doing so because he's fulfilling his obligation to feed his people on, on, uh, you know, how to follow God precisely. And, uh, and I think too, is that the people, it says, have the right to know this, but also the duty to observe these commandments. Like it's not just, uh, you know, the 10 commandments are not suggestions and the teachings of the church are not just sort of an opinion, but this is, these are eternal truths. And, um, and so it goes on to say that this whole work of teaching the people is, especially in the era of Christian morality, uh, is, you know, it says starts with pastors, you know. So me as a, myself as a priest, that I find that a lot of what I do is trying to teach my people from Sunday to Sunday about, you know, what is God asking, using the gospel, of course, uh, what is God, how is God asking us to respond, uh, you know, in the spiritual worship? Uh, how are we supposed to respond to God's love for us in, in, a, in, a, in a way that's according to his law? So the priest first, but also theologians. And I think, too, as John Paul II said, theologians are not, their job is not to make up their own rules, but to explain why the church teaches what she does, right? So if a theologian ever goes against, you know, sort of the natural law or anything like that, they're not really a theologian. They're they're abusing their authority, but their job is to explain in depth why uh, we we uh, teach certain principles and allow people to understand the sort of underpinnings of our teachings. And so, theologians are to serve teaching, not to make up their own teaching. And um, and also, I think it goes on to say that uh, you know each person has their own conscience, but. Um, but as far as con- it's just about conscience, is that um, that if your conscience basically that it goes against the church, you know, uh, you are confining yourself to an individual consideration and moral judgments. What does that mean? Is that if your conscience is saying that that is going against what the church teaching is, is probably a faulty conscience, and you have to form that better. And uh, and then finally you know, that we should have this sort of attitude of sons and daughters to this loving father. And in 2040, it talks about this filial spirit toward the church that should develop among Christians. And that, um, and and the church recognizes that a lot of people find it very, find it very hard to perfect the moral teachings. I mean, like, uh, and that's why the church also is, as a mother that understands that it takes time for her children to live out these these powerful teachings, uh, which can seem, which are in some ways impossible without the grace of God. But uh, that being said, it goes on to say is that we, the church is there to nourish uh, her members to be able to live the commandments and the, te- and the moral teaching through the sacraments, through the Eucharist. And also when a person fails to live up to the expectations that God has given us through the sacrament of confession to begin again. Um, 
I used to like what uh, San Jose Maria said. He, he, he didn't really like New Year's Day. <laughs> like, he didn't like the whole idea of New Year's resolutions. He would say, a new struggle this year, you know? So what's the new struggle? So it's, and, and I think, too, we have to realize that to live these teachings is going to take time, and it's going to take a lot of grace and a lot of perseverance and fortitude and a continued beginning again. And thanks be to God that the church has is also with a mother's foresight. She is there to nourish us and to heal us, to allow us to, over time, to perfect these moral teachings in our life. 